On this episode, you will learn how the God of the almost too good to be true news can turn anything around for your good. That if you appraise the value of his kingdom, you will find that he has made you wealthy in all areas of your life. Stay tuned. Life was bitter to the core. There was nothing to live for until love came. My name is Harold J. Perkins. And at the age of 17, I was selling drugs and on my way to an early grave. While sitting in my house with about 10 guys, God gave me an out-of-body experience and I was lifted above the room. I could see everything moving in slow motion. After that, I got up and put those guys out and I cried out to Jesus Christ. He came into my life with liberty and purpose. Then I ran into religion. And it has taken me over 40 years to navigate through religion to fully understand what came into me that day. This podcast is to help put you on a faster track than it took me to get through religion and experience life, liberty, and purpose on a higher level. So get ready. We're about to start a revolution. Again, welcome. I'm excited to continue talking about the almost too good to be true news of Jesus Christ. What if you could be blessed by God financially beyond your wildest dreams? Walk in divine health and be healed of any disease if you need it. Have peace and joy all the time in spite of the chaos in the world. I'm telling you the almost too good to be true news of Jesus Christ can do this for you and more. I know firsthand what it's like to be a young man struggling to take care of my family and see the God of this almost too good to be true news turn everything around and I'm making a high six-figure income. I know firsthand what it's like for the doctor to tell you that your six-month-old child has caught something that kills most children her age and the God of the almost too good to be true news turns it around and the child is a young woman today with her own child. I know what it's like firsthand to be living with no purpose, no direction, just existing with the thoughts of suicide. And the God of the almost too good to be true news of Jesus Christ turns it around. And I now have a life of purpose and I'm helping others to find their purpose. And today I'm full of joy and peace every day in the midst of some of the same day to day challenges that most people face. How, you may ask, is this possible? Is by living by this simple phrase, the just shall live by faith. I've come to understand who God has made me in Christ and how to live by faith. To live this life, you have to know your enemy. Most people don't understand that there is a clever enemy of God, and he is no match for God. So like the evil devil he is, he goes after God's children. And because most of God's children have settled for religion instead of living by faith, they are easy prey and they end up blaming God for their problems. When if they really knew the power that was available to them, they would stand their ground and receive the benefits of being a child of the Most High God, a God who has streets of gold in heaven, a God who doesn't want his people, his children sick with any kind of diseases. You know, it's, it's like a story I heard about a woman who worked for a wealthy family for most of her life. 
The father of this family died, and in his will, he left her a beautiful painting. The woman hung the painting over her fireplace and bragged about how beautiful it was to all of her friends that came over. All the while, the woman was aging and struggling financially. Year after year, she was struggling financially. Then one day, a new friend came over. They looked at the painting and said, wow, this looks like it might be a very expensive painting. The friend talked the old lady into taking the painting to get it appraised. And they told her that it was worth $5 million. Now, this old woman had this painting for years, yet she struggled financially. Why? Because she didn't know what she had. It will be the same for many believers. They will get to heaven and find out all they had in the almost too good to be true news of Jesus Christ and regret that they had fallen for powerless religion when all they had to do was appraise what they had. The appraised value of the almost too good to be true news is in a book that many believers put on the coffee table, but they very seldom pick it up to understand the wealth God has made available to them by learning how to walk by faith. So let's first look at how Satan, the devil, works to stop you from walking by faith and seeing the power of God at work in your life. I'm in Mark chapter 9, verses 14 through 27. Here's what it says. And when Jesus came to his disciples, he saw a great multitude about them and the scribes questioned him with them. And straightway, all the people, when they beheld him, were greatly amazed and running to him, saluted him. And he asked the scribes, why question you with them? And one of the multitude answered and said, Master, I brought unto you my son, which had a dumb spirit. And whereas he takes him, he tears him, and he foams and gnashes with his teeth and pines away. And I spoke to your disciples that they should cast him out, and they could not. Jesus answered him and said, O faithless generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? Bring him unto me. Now, I want you to, I'm going to stop for a minute and notice that Jesus got upset because they couldn't do what he's about to do. Now, it'd be, it'd be kind of foolish for Jesus to get upset if he didn't know that he had given me authority to do it. So that means it's possible to have the authority and not be utilizing it. Let me continue at verse 20. And they brought him unto him. And when he saw him, straightway the spirit tore him. And he fell on the ground and wallowed foaming. And he asked his father, how long is it ago since this came upon him? And he said of a child. And oftentimes it has cast him into the fire and into the waters to destroy him. But if you can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. Jesus said unto him, if you can believe, all things are possible to him that believe. Notice he said all. There's nothing left out of all. So that means that God could do whatever you need him to do. Verse 24. And straightway the father of the child cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. When Jesus saw that the people came running together, now it appears that the people were his unbelief because Jesus took action when he saw them running together. He said, help me with my unbelief. So when Jesus saw that the people came running together, he rebuked the foul spirit, saying unto him, you dumb and deaf spirit, I charge you, come out of him and enter no more into him. And the spirit cried and rent him sore 
and came out of him. And he was as one dead, in so much that many said, he is dead. Now, most people would have said when the child looked dead, oh my God, I killed the child instead of healing the child. Not Jesus, because he knows how his enemy operates. It was Satan that put this on this child, and he's the one that made him appear dead. And he might have been dead for a minute. But look what Jesus did. Verse 27 says, but Jesus took him by the hand and lifted him up and he arose alive. Jesus knew that he gave the command and he is Lord over life and death. So he pulled him up and he was alive. If you don't understand this, you will be deceived to think that you don't have the power. And so many people here would have looked at, oh, the lo- looks like the situation got worse. That's how Satan operates. When you speak or when you pray, he puts something in front of you that looks the opposite of what you pray. Now, keep in mind, Jesus prayed for healing and it looked like the situation got worse. It looked like the child died, but Jesus knew his enemy. If you don't understand this, you will be deceived to think that you don't have the power, that God did not hear and answer your prayer. Let me give you an example of this in regards to prosperity. Many years ago, I was raised in venture capital. I had my own office and I was believing God for financial blessings. I had prayed and believed. I was using my voice to say I'm blessed financially. While making this confession, my car for months was parked in the same spot every day. I come out of my office one day and it was hit by a passing car and the car left the scene, leaving my car with a lot of damage. Now, I realized that this was something that my enemy Satan had caused, wanting me to say, this talk and belief is not working. This is going to cost you money. It's the opposite of what you're believing God for. This was just like the child going from sick to looking dead. But I recognized what the enemy was doing. So guess what I did? I stood there and started dancing, saying, thank you, devil, for letting me know it's blessing time. Now, you may say, how foolish and act, but that was my faith speaking, because in about two weeks or so, one investor called, and that was $20,000 in my pocket. In about two weeks, I think it was about that time, a week or two, he called in again, and it was another $20,000 in my pocket. In about 90 days, God put about $100,000 in my hand. Sounds too good to be true, doesn't it? But it was and it is. When you start walking in faith, the devil is going to show you something opposite of what you're believing. One of the greatest manifestations of the power of God that came while I was playing professional baseball, and it would never have happened if I didn't understand this. The day of this game where I saw God move in a way that caused me to have my greatest performance, that morning it was overcast and looking like it was going to rain. I went outside and I commanded the rain to go around the ballpark and that we would play this game today. Almost as soon as I went back into it started raining cats and dogs. I mean, there was lightning and thundering and it was big, huge drops of rain coming down. But I held fast to what I was saying. And when we got to the ballpark later that day, it looked like not one ounce of rain had hit that field. And I saw the greatest game of my professional baseball career take place that day with the help of God. 
Our enemy is a deceiver, and he's involved in a lot of things that people just take for granted as Mother Nature. Listen to this situation with Jesus in Mark chapter 4, verses 35 through 41. In the same day when Eve was come, Jesus said unto his disciples, Let us pass over unto the other side. And when they had sent away the multitude, they took him as he was in the ship. And there were also with him other little ships. And there arose a great storm of wind, and the waves beat into the ship, so that it was now full. And he was in the hinder part of the ship, asleep on a pillow. And they awoke him and said unto him, Master, don't you care that we perish? And he arose and rebuked the wind and said unto the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. And he said unto them, Why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? And they feared exceedingly and said one to another, What manner of man is this, that even the wind and the sea obey him? There's about to be men like this all over the earth. It was not just something for Jesus to do. Now, Jesus had already said, we are going to the other side. The boat is now full of water and he's asleep at rest because he already said, we're going to the other side. Who brought the storm? It was not God because Jesus came to do the works of God, not stop the works of God. If God sent it, he was working against God. No, Satan sent the storm and Jesus stopped it with words. This is the power that is available to all of us. Jesus said, the works that I do, you will do them also. I'm expecting to do what he said. You should be also. Now, I said on the last episode that we are to rest and let God work. Notice that while all this was going on, Jesus was resting in sleep. We are to do the same. The only work God needs from us is our belief and our voice. The actions we take are to be in line with what I believe and say. Some of God's people in the Old Testament were not able to enter into the land of prosperity because they would not believe God and rest in the fact that God would fight for them. When Joshua later took the younger generation in, five kingdoms joined together in a battle against him and the people. In Joshua chapter 10, it says that God threw down stones from heaven and killed more people than Joshua's army killed. This is our God. And believe it or not, there is greater power that God has reserved for the day of his son, Jesus Christ, this day. If you read the New Testament, it says in several places that the glory of Jesus Christ will be greater than that of Moses. What we just read came under the glory of Moses, God throwing stones down. So what in the world are we going to see under the glory of his son, Jesus Christ? And it seems like very few people are expecting this when it's all over the Bible that God is going to show the world that he is almighty, that he is all powerful, and he's going to do it. You know, you have to think about something. History tells us that Egypt happened, the miracles that took place there, other miracles back in that day. So what in the world are we about to see under the glory of Jesus Christ? Now. I said that that was all in Joshua's leadership. I want you to listen to Hebrews chapter 4, verse 8 through 11. Here's what it says. For if Joshua had given them rest 
in that day, then would he not afterwards have spoken of another day? There remains therefore a rest to the people of God. For he that has entered into his rest, he also has ceased from his own works as God did from his. Let us labor, therefore, to enter into this rest, lest any man fall after the same example of unbelief. The only thing that can stop you from receiving God's overflowing blessings is to not believe this almost too good to be true news. And the biggest thing that will fuel unbelief for people is religion. You see, religion has to give an excuse for not seeing the power of God. So religion says God did miracles in the Bible, but he's not doing them today. Or you've got to do all these religious activities to see God do miracles in your life. Now, it's your choice. Powerless religion or a life of power living the almost too good to be true news by the simple phrase, the just shall live by faith. And to live by faith, you release faith with words. You have to learn how to talk. And who is a better example for us in learning how to talk than Jesus? If you study the life of Jesus, he never talked doubt. He never talked unbelief. He never talked fear. As a matter of fact, he spoke opposite of situations that he was facing that looked the, the other way. We just read a couple of them just a few moments ago. So the almost too good to be true news, it is true. It is available. You can have it. And just like someone goes to school to learn how to get a degree, that they can go out and get a job, maybe it will pay $100,000 for the degree, or $200,000, or $300,000. That's available. Well, I'm telling you that if you learn this, the principles of God that are readily available to you and for you in the Bible, you can do a whole lot more than that. And there's another thing that you're going to get from the Bible that you can't get from necessarily going to school. And that is, there's power to walk in health. There's power to walk in peace. There's power to walk in joy. Some things that money cannot even buy that you can only get them from God. So I'm so glad that I became a student and I began to learn these principles and I've been putting them to work for some time now. But I believe that I've only saw a small portion of the power of God that I'm about to see in my life. And I believe that it's not just going to be me. I believe right now even that God is calling people all over the world that nobody knows right now, but they're in their closet. They're reading the Bible. They're praying. They're seeking God. And God says this, if you seek him, he is a rewarder to those that seek him. He's not a man that he would lie. It is not possible for you not to be rewarded by God when you take the time to seek him, not seek religion, but seek to know who he is. And he is a whole lot greater and a whole lot more loving than what we've been told and what religion would project him at. Now, I want you to understand I'm not against anybody, but I know who's behind religion. There is a, a spirit. Do you know what the, the meaning of the word religion is? Return to bondage. God is not behind that because God is about liberty, not bondage. So I'm not against people. But I am against religion, and religion is being fueled by the devil. 
we have a great opportunity to allow God to work through us to show the world who he is. And all we got to do is get the knowledge. The Bible says that my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Now, it's not because the knowledge isn't available. So here we are with this almost too good to be true news. And it is true. Jesus is Lord. When you come to this realization that Jesus is Lord of all, and you understand that it's not by your might, it's not by your power, but it's by the fact that Jesus is Lord of all, and he sent Holy Spirit to live in us, to empower us so that we could live this life in victory and enable the world to see the glory of God, the power of God, and the love of God. Don't be deceived. This is a good day to be alive if you know the Lord, because he's going to give a demonstration and he's going to bless those that will take the time to seek his face and learn his principles. So the simple phrase is the just shall live by faith. Let me say right here, if you don't know our living Savior, Jesus Christ, you can get to know him now. Pray this prayer with me. Say, God, I believe that you sent your son, Jesus Christ, to die for my sins. Jesus, I accept you into my life as my Lord and my Savior. Help me to live this life. Thank you. That's it. It's that simple. If you believe what you just prayed, he has come in. Start reading the Bible for yourself. You can start in the book of St. John and in the book of Romans, and God will begin to show you his purpose for your life, and he'll begin to show himself unto you. Okay, we'll see you on the next episode.